Thank you for listening to the Lake Murray Baptist Church podcast. Lake Murray Baptist Church is a Southern Baptist church located in Lexington, South Carolina. My name is David Sons, and I serve as the family and discipleship pastor here at the church, as well as the host of this podcast. Our hope is that this podcast would be a resource for our members who are seeking to live out their faith in Jesus Christ in their everyday lives. We want to use this platform to exalt Jesus and equip the members of Lake Murray to be the church where they live, work, and play. Welcome to this episode of the Lake Murray Baptist Church Podcast. Thanks for listening. Our guest today is Jack Blankenship. Jack is the Baptist Collegiate Minister at Winthrop University in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Winthrop BCM is a growing, faithful, and vibrant community of college students on one of our state's most important campuses. Jack and his team weekly minister to not only Winthrop, but several other community colleges in the Rock Hill area. He recently sat down for an interview with our student pastor, David Bennett, where they talked about college students, collegiate ministry, and the local church. I hope you enjoy today's conversation. This past Sunday was our graduate recognition Sunday where we recognized our high school seniors. And that's a time when we uh, honor their accomplishments, where uh, really we encourage them and commission them into this next season of life and uh, and really encourage them to give their lives for the glory of God. And this is really a, a bittersweet time for us as a church as we celebrate the graduates. Uh, but it's also kind of sad in the sense that it's it's a time when we see them go. But from, from where you sit and from your end, this is the time where you begin to receive some of those graduates and yep. you begin preparing for their arrival onto campus as they make this transition into college. And so, Jack, would just love your thoughts on um, what are some of the encouragements that you would give a graduating high school senior making this transition into college? Yeah, I mean, that's a, such a good question. And um, I think you and I said this before, I could probably spend a podcast on each of these questions. So I'll, I'll try not to get too uh, in depth. But I, as I was, I was thinking about this question, there were some, some spiritual things and some non-spiritual but are actually still spiritual things that I think right. I would say. I think the spiritual things, um, there's three that, that came to my mind. The first is, uh, the first encouragement is to choose to deepen your faith. Like a lot of times people say is, I don't want to lose my faith, or I just want to kind of hold on to my faith. Um, and and that's, I mean, that that's good. You don't want to lose your faith. But a lot of times students aren't saying, hey, I want to go to college and I want my faith to be even deeper. They're worried about, you know, what a professor is going to say or what the atmosphere is going to be like. And they're, the concern becomes like, hey, how do I not how do I not lose my faith? I, I would encourage you to right now say, I want to come out of college more deeply in love with Jesus, more dedicated to the church, more focused on who he is and what he wants for my life. Um, and so make a plan for what that's going to look like. That plan will change. Things will be different. Things will kind of come up. And if you don't know how to make that plan, man, talk to somebody, talk to a mentor, talk to a parent, talk to a pastor, someone to say, hey, I really want to grow in my faith while I'm in college. Help me to kind of make that plan. No, I, mean, I think that's the first thing. I think the other thing is uh, you need to start looking for a good church now. Right, right now. Uh, unfortunately, what I see a lot of times is students wait until they get to college to start looking for a church. And, you know, and it's a it's good. You make friends you go to church, ask them where they go. That's a that's a good thing. 
Um, but unfortunately, a lot of times that takes two, three, four weeks into school before you kind of start doing that. Um, and what I would say is right now, start looking for churches. Again, ask for somebody to help you find some churches, get some recommendations and make the plan for the one or two churches that you're going to visit that that first, second week of school. Don't wait three or four weeks into the semester to start start visiting church. Plan now. Where am I going to go? Um, and I'll go these, through these a little bit quicker. One, they all they all sound real familiar. One, don't overcommit. Mm, One of the things true. we see a lot of times with freshmen, they come in. There's so many things they could be involved with, and there's so many things that are cool and fun and have an opportunity. And man, they they end up getting involved in 24 different things, and they do none of them well. That's right. Like, be willing to say no. And say, what's really important? What am I most interested in? And do that because believe it or not, you still have to go to class and you still need to make good grades. So don't overcommit. But the second one is don't undercommit. Mm. Like the other thing that people could do is they could say, okay, well, I don't want to overcommit. I'm so worried about it. And then they won't get involved in anything. They're a hermit that is just in the library. Like college is such a great time to get to know people. Um, and so make sure that you don't undercommit. Um, and then the last thing is, and it's right along that, is don't non-commit. Like mm. buy into some things. Be be present with friends. You know, sometimes people go to college and it's like they just live their life back home. And the only time they come out of their room is to go to class. Like get involved in the stuff that's on campus. Enjoy life as a student. So, I mean, some of those are some of the things that I would say. That's really good, Jack. And I, as, as you're going through, especially those non-spiritual, but really spiritual things, uh, the word that comes to, to my mind is balance, right? Like, I think yeah. that that's always yep. uh, kind of the, the tension and also just the, uh, the difficulty of college is, is finding balance in all things. Yeah. But if I, I love what you said about kind of being prepared and being ready uh, for that when you go in so that it's not catching you off guard, uh, but, but going into it with a, a real plan to, to, deepen, uh, to deepen your faith, to find a church. I, I love that. I think sometimes I wonder if uh, families that are going through the process of choosing a college, uh, if things would be a little different for their students' uh, involvement in the local church, if they would take finding a church just as seriously as they would finding a school. And I know that's kind of a, a crazy thought to think about is, hey, would you consider uh, taking just as seriously finding a good local church as you would find a good, good school? But perhaps that might actually help uh, yeah. with, with students staying connected. So yeah, that, that, I mean, that, that's huge um, because I think the assumption is that, well, I got to find a good school so that I can get a good job so I can have all the right whatever. And well, there's churches everywhere. Um, and sure. And granted, we we live in a, you know, especially here in the Southeast, we live in a place where there are a lot of churches, um, but it, it does kind of convey a little bit of a mindset of when it comes to college, what's most important. That's right. Right. And it's that it's it, it conveys the idea that what's most important is the piece of paper. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think that's something that really does need to go into the the question. I mean, the number of times that I've been at an orientation and I've had a parent come up to me while I'm standing at a table while their student is doing the best they can to ignore me because they know I'm a campus minister. And yet the parent is talking about how they want them to be involved. 
you know, I just think I was like, man, you know, a lot of times those parents haven't really thought about that until they get to orientation. It's like, oh, okay, now we need to find something spiritual. You know, and that's not a knock on any parent whatsoever at, at all that maybe, sure, you know, it's sure. not a like, oh, you're a terrible parent or you don't love Jesus or you're not ca- cared about the spiritual life of your of your child. It's just something to, to think about. Um, and I would even encourage if people are listening to this and they've got eighth graders, Mm. Like I, you need to, you need to start thinking about this now. I mean, unfortunately the, the common theme again with those parents, a lot of times is they've not been overly intentional with the spiritual lives of their students. And now they're about to drop them off to college and they're really worried. And I think there's a sense of regret. I just would encourage you if you're, you've got a middle schooler, I mean, even start now talking to them about the importance of following Jesus after they get out of middle school, after they get out of high school, you start you start putting those thoughts and everything in there then, and they start seeing now how important that is, um, then it's not going to be a, oh my goodness, we got to make sure this is taken care of too. It's going to be, a, this is just natural. This is who we are. This is part of what we do. Man, I love that. I love that encouragement to to parents. And I know we've got parents that are that are listening to this podcast, that, that tune in, who have uh, middle school, high school students, and, and just love that thought of uh, make this kind of the, the expectation, if you will, or the, the norm, the ordinary is uh, being involved in a local church and deepening your faith. If those things are things that are happening in middle and high school, then we can expect those things to happen uh, when a student makes the transition to college. I love that. Uh, Jack, I, I, I remember a LifeWay study that came out back in uh, 2017 that, uh, that said that 66% of American young adults who attended a Protestant church uh, regularly when they were a teenager, they dropped out for at least a year between the ages of 18 and 22. And, you know, that number uh, can can kind of be staggering in a lot of ways. And I know for myself as a youth pastor, and I'm sure for you as a college minister as well, uh, there's there's a, a burden in that a little bit of, of hey, I, we want students to be connected uh, to the life of the local church, that they uh, that, that they aren't the church of tomorrow, that, that they can be a part of the church now. And that includes uh, high school, junior, seniors. That includes college students as well. So if you could just talk a little bit about the importance of the local church, uh, specifically in the life of a college student. Yeah, when I when I talk to college students a lot, even like people who are coming up, one of the things that I, this always in my mind, and that maybe not always say it, but I try to convey it, is that college is like one quarter career prep and three quarters life prep. Mm. Like so much of what you're learning about that will carry with you life or things you'll learn during that college age, even if you don't go to a university, like during that age, you're learning how like you step out of the high school world, you're learning those responsibilities that there's just a lot that goes to it with that. And so if you're, if you're doing so much preparation for, the rest of your life, um, you can't say, well, I'm here at college just because I'm learning about a career. I'll develop my spiritual stuff later. Like it, it's just, it is, it's extremely important to say, I need to develop those habits, those disciplines now. And sometimes the word habit gets a real bad rap. Uh, but the thing is, like if you're going to start, if you're going to start losing weight, you have to get in the habit of going to the gym. And you may not always 
feel like going to the gym, but you know it's what you need to do. Or if you're going to learn to play guitar, you have to get in the habit of practicing. Or like, there's so many good things about habits in our life that the spiritual disciplines a lot of times are creating spiritual habits. And so getting into that now while you're in college is extremely important. Um, but then if you think about, okay, why specifically even the church is important. And again, this is one that I could say a whole bunch of things, just list a few things off. Just, these are some things just off the top of my mind. And there's probably even some better ones that some people are like, why didn't you say this? Yes, that, what you thought. Yeah, that too. Um, but just kind of three things. One, um, when you are involved in a church, there is this diversity, especially of age. And I would even recommend thinking about that when going to a church. You need to be able to get outside of your generational echo chamber. Because when mm-hmm. you're in college, for the most part, you are surrounded by people that are in the same stage of life that you are just predominantly. And so because of that, it can become a place where you're all sorting everything out, uh, most of you without a ton of life experience in certain areas. And that's part of the process, and that's a good thing, and learning how to process and do that stuff without somebody telling you exactly how to do everything, like that's a good thing. But being in a church allows you then to be exposed to people that... um have lived life 75 years, not 18 years Mm. that have, that have understood what it's like to get engaged and then be married and live off of one salary and know how tough that is, but also how rewarding that is. Like all of these things that you're trying to figure out that most of the time a student is a lot of times hesitant to really think that their parents know what they're talking about like being around other people that you can kind of learn from in and seeing how the gospel gets played out in everyday life. Um, there's a value to that, that I just think is so underrated in the lives of students. Um, I have watched college students actually take the effort to get to know senior adults and those relationships blossom into deep and wonderful things. And for a lot of college students, that's not something they're thinking about. And it doesn't have to be senior adults, but that's just an example. So I think that is, is, is a huge thing. We need that. I think the other thing is just to remember that the church is God's plan. It has, it, it has been, it will be, it always like the, the Lord Jesus died to redeem for himself a people, the church, the capital C church, but that little C local expression is the design of God himself. And anytime when we try to kind of circumnavigate God's design, we don't, we don't improve on it. You know, that doesn't mean that the church is perfect or that church always does right or that every church is exactly the way it needs to be. But if we already set ourselves up in a pattern of I'm going to circumnavigate what God designed because I think that I don't I don't like the way this works or it's really hard or it's whatever. You can set yourself up for patterns that will continue on in the rest of your life because fighting sin is hard. Dying to yourself is hard. Trusting Jesus when the bottom falls out is hard. And if if in something like Jesus said that we should 
not forsake the assembling together of ourselves. We should submit ourselves to our leaders. All of these things that we that we really can't do without being part of a church. If we want to say, no, I'm going to do this a different way. I'm just going to do this by gathering with my peers in a collegiate ministry. I'm just going to do this by reading my Bible on Sunday morning or whatever. You set yourself up with a pattern of, well, God may have said that, but I'm actually going to do this a different way because I don't like this or it's hard or, well, I've got all this other stuff. You can set that into your life as what, how you will deal with things. And so the, the, the discipline of it is, is huge, but it is also for our good and for our joy. Um, and that's, that's something we have to learn. And I think there's, we just understand just the way that God has set up the church. The third thing I'll say is there is a mutual need. And I already kind of spoke to this. The church needs you and you need the church. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a vitality that college students bring to the life of a church. Um, and there's a, there's a groundedness that those who have, have been through college and moved into other aspects of life that they bring. And so there's just so much there and there's a, you know, the chance to be mentors to people who are in elementary school and middle school. And uh, there's just so many things that are there. So I think, we underestimate the value in our, in our society. We're just all numbers and cents and what, what, what allows me to take one step on. And we think about that in terms of career and society and things, but many times we undervalue what it's going to help me better pursue after Jesus. Mm. Man, I, I love all of those different things. And I, I think that bringing out just the, I love that last one because it really pulls together the other two as well, is that there is this, this mutual need is that the church, that, that we need the church, but the church needs us as well. And so it gives that balance between uh, there are things that are in the local church uh, that only the local church can offer to a college student. And then a co- there are things in a college student that only they can only give to the church. And so uh, there are so many, just so many good things in, in that mutual need for one another. And I, I love the idea just that uh, there is this, this diversity of age in the local church that college students need. It can be so easy, I think, to live in the college bubble. I remember uh, when I was in college and I would go to church on Sundays and it would at times almost feel like, oh, there are people that are different age than me, you know, like, Oh yeah, there are like senior, you know, and and just because I had been around, you know, a bunch of other 19 and 20 year olds all week long in class and eat meals together. And it's like, okay, like there are people that aren't in college and and they're living life in a different way. And so uh, the the church is, is such a, um, just a beautiful place to experience those things. You know, here at Lake Murray, uh, we have college students that, that regularly attend and, and because of the uniqueness of their season of life, sometimes I think that uh, we don't really know exactly how we as a church can can best care for uh, our college students. So how can members of a local church care well for, for college students? Yeah, that's a great question. I get asked that a lot. And, and these are some of the things that I would say. Uh, first, relationships are everything. Relationships are everything. A, a lot of times when churches will come, when they ask how do we how do we minister to connect with college students, a lot of time, whether intentionally or unintentionally, the thought is what kind of program do we need to create to get college students involved? I'm saying if college students are already there, 
um, they're coming because they they sense, they see the spirit working, they sense, they see the Lord moving. And so I would say building relationships is is crucial. I mean, if you're going to do what it is the church needs to do, you got to you got to know and love each other and be in each other's life. Um, and so what that means is, and it's going to be very uncomfortable for some people, but I would just encourage the members of your church, if they're there and they kind of have this heart, take the initiative. Very few college students are going to take the initiative to walk up to somebody and say, hey, can I come have lunch with your family? Can can I come hang out at your house sometimes and just talk about life? Or can I, they will want that, but they're not going to come up to you and ask you for that. And so if you're the person that the Lord is placed on your heart, how do I love college students? Something simple, just, just say, Hey, this Sunday after church, we're going out to eat or next Sunday after church, we usually go out to eat. Would you join us? We'd love just to kind of get to know you, to know your story, hear where you're from, hear about your family learn about your major and do a lot more asking questions and listening than a whole lot of talking to um, just learn get to know them. Um, and I think that opens the door for a lot. And then the other thing is once you've built that relationship, the next awkward and hard thing to do is to say, Hey, can I mentor you? Because most people, they don't want to ask that because very few people feel like they're mentor material. Very few people that, well, what do I have to offer? What do I have? If you love Jesus and you can read the Bible, then just get together and read the Bible together. Just do it and spend time talking about what's going on in their life. What, what are you struggling with right now? What are you celebrating right now? What's, what's good for you? What's hard for you? And go into that on a, for a set season. Hey, for the next, this semester, would you like to meet up once a week and let's just kind of talk about life and just maybe read through a book of the Bible and read through as many verses as you get through, talk about it. Um, a really good book, a resource, uh, one-to-one Bible reading by David Helms. Fantastic resource on how to just read the Bible with somebody. Um, without, don't feel like you had to have a seminary degree kind of thing. Like that's something that I think is really, that is really good. Um, another thing is invite them into the life of the church. So personally invite them. Don't feel like the only thing they're going to want to be involved in is the college Sunday school class and the college or the college small group. You know, if you, if there's a, if you're a man and you're connected with a guy, college student, and there's a men's ministry event, if your church has that, invite them to that. Um, if there's a prayer meeting, invite them to that. If there's a women's ministry event, invite them to that. Invite them into the things that are important to you. Ask them to come along. And there might be some weirdness, some awkwardness, because it's like it's a circle of moms and there's six moms and there's this college girl. But if you've built a relationship with her, she knows you love her and she is and just let her become part of your friend group there. Those kind of things are huge. Um, and then the other thing, and this is, this is massive, massive, massive. And this is something that God has, has helped me with in the past. And right now he's actually bringing me back to the importance of and showing me how little I've been doing it is pray for your college students. And I don't just mean like, Lord, I pray for the college students. That's good. But pray for them by name. Pray for them specifically. And if you're going to pray for somebody by name and specifically, you need to know their name and you need to know what it is you need to pray for. And so this is where those relationships are important. 
And so maybe you're just kind of, you're going to be, if that, if that's you, you're a prayer warrior, then talk to who does college students or just kind of get to know them each and just say, Hey, look, God's put it on my heart. I want to pray specifically for college students. So I just, I've never met you. I'd like to tell you my name and I want you to know I'd be praying for you. How could I be praying for you? And then if you're going to do that, follow up with them. So if they've got a major test coming up and if they don't pass it, they don't get a certification and they do whatever, ask them, pray for them. And when you see them again, say, hey, I was praying for you. How did that go? There's a lady in our church that does that for me from time to time. And man, it just blows me away that she remembers that I mentioned a a request and she asked me how it went and says, I was praying for you. Man, that's so encouraging. I'm not a college student, but for college students, that'd be good. And then the one other thing that I would say, and I I can get long-winded, so I'm going to try to not talk too much, um, is this is what I would say for college students that are coming to your church. But I would say as a church family, don't forget your college students who aren't at your church anymore. Meaning those students that have graduated from your student ministry, like, are you doing these things for them? If you were a Sunday school teacher, are you texting them once a month, asking them how they're doing? If you are uh, a mentor or somebody who knew your friend has a student and you've, you've got a, a good relationship with them, are you reaching out to them? Are you praying for them? Um, you know, are you, are you staying connected with them? Are you asking them hard questions? Hey, where are you going to church? What are you reading in the Bible right now? What are you, what are you struggling with? And developing that kind of, of mindset, um, because a lot of times it's out of sight, out of mind, and it's not intentional and not, but it, but if, if Lake Murray has spent years pouring into the lives of students, then, then feel that responsibility, even after they walk, even if they walk off to a college campus, because they're there and their parents need you as well. Jack, thanks so much for your time today on the podcast. I love uh, just all of uh, the things that you said today. I love your heart for college students, for the church. I love the suggestions even for our parents that go beyond just college ministry. Um, and, And I will give just a quick pitch for a podcast that I know that you host as well as some of the others on the Winthrop BCM staff. And I know you guys host a podcast called Coffee on Campus, conversations about following Jesus on a college campus. And so I would say if you're a college student out there, I would highly suggest that you check this podcast out. You will be uh, greatly encouraged by it. Uh, And even if you're not a college student, I would encourage you to listen in as there's just a lot of great things on there that can help you in your walk with Christ. Uh, Jack, again, we really appreciate your time today on the podcast. Appreciate you letting me share for a few minutes. And a special thank you to you, the members of Lake Mary Baptist Church, and to all of our listeners. Remember, this podcast and the other ministries of Lake Mary Baptist Church are brought to you by the generous tithes and offerings of our church membership. To give to the ministries of Lake Mary Baptist Church, you can follow the link in the description. For more information about Lake Murray Baptist Church, you can always visit our church website, www.lakemurraybc.org. Remember to subscribe to this podcast. By subscribing, you'll be notified whenever a new pod is posted. We hope that you'll join us again next time as we seek to live in light of the gospel in the places where God has placed us for his glory, our joy, and others' good.